Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nick Hoffman at the Marist School. Welcome to Tales from the Social Studies Department, the podcast where the students tell you the stories that they wish were on the curriculum. If you're a vegan, a vegetarian, or if you just don't like to eat meat, this is not the place for you. Here, we will be diving into the most beloved food all around the United States, barbecue. The beginning of this delicious tradition can be traced all the way back to Christopher Columbus, who, as we all know, sailed the ocean blue in 1492 to get to the Americas and was first credited with finding the Americas. As Columbus landed on what we call Hispaniola, he found the first form of barbecue, which was called barbacoa. This technique of cooking traveled north over the following years, eventually making it to some of the British colonies, and then from there, traveling across the whole entire country and turning into barbecue. Since the barbecue tradition had to be spread without a distinct form, it was molded into different types based on regions. Whether you enjoy eating pork or beef, you will definitely be involved in this intense regional barbecue debate. For those of you team pork, team pig, team oink, whatever you want to call it, North Carolina, South Carolina, Memphis, Alabama, and St. Louis style barbecue is the place for you. And don't worry, I'll be there too. That's my kind. We will start by diving deep into the North Carolina's traditions involving their pork. The North Carolina barbecue roasts the whole pig to make one large mass of delicious smoky pig meats. The even deeper traditions within North Carolina go all the way to the debates between the Eastern and the Lexington types of North Carolina barbecue. For both, the meat is cooked slowly over the heat as it embraces a smoky flavor which pairs deliciously with the vinegar-based barbecue sauce of North Carolina. The largest difference between the two regions is that Lexington uses the pork shoulder for the meat, opposed to the Eastern barbecue using the whole hog. The Eastern barbecue sauce is paired with a pepper base to add to the dish's spice, so clearly they like it hotter in the East. The Lexington sauce has ketchup paired with the vinegar to lighten the flavor, make it a little bit better for everyone. To be part of the North Carolina barbecue, throw the meat, whichever vinegary sauce you're feeling, with some coleslaw, some beans, and bam, you got yourself a good plate. This tangy yet still sweet sauce balances with the smoky flavor of the meat, making the distinct North Carolina barbecue. Now, moving a little south, our second pig-loving region is the other half of the Carolinas. South Carolina's form of cooking, the pig, is similar to North Carolina's on the fact that the whole hog is smoked. The distinction of the South Carolina barbecue is their distinct options and flavors of sauces. One of the four Southern California, or Southern Carolina, my bad, sauces is a mustard sauce for their barbecue. Another, I, well, that mustard sauce, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's mustardy. Another identifying sauce is the vinegar and pepper sauce, which really gets the taste buds moving because of its intense spice.
The last two sauces are the heavy tomato and the light tomato sauces. The light tomato sauce is the vinegar and pepper sauce, but with some ketchup to cut it down to make it for make it a more family-friendly taste. You don't want any kids blowing off their taste buds, do you? The heavy tomato is the most popular flavor of barbecue sauce that you see every day. But you didn't pro- you probably didn't know what this what its name was. But now you do. It's the heavy tomato sauce. But don't go around saying that. People won't know what you're talking about. The heavy tomato is the sweetest of the sauces of this region, which is why it goes so well with all the meat and is so successful in the grocery stores. As another region marked for their phenomenal pork, Memphis-style barbecue is known for its pulled pork sandwiches and its ribs. The ribs, which either come in a wet or a dry rub, are both smoked, but their saucing times is the crucial difference. I'm more of a wet wet rub girl, but I see the people with the dry rub. For a dry rub, there's a single large layer of seasoning put onto the meat before it's even smoked. But for the wet ribs, there are layers upon layers of sauce thrown onto the meat constantly between the time it heats it hits the heat and reaches the blade. The Memphis style not only has its own signature meat, but it also has its own specific side and sauce identity. The Memphis sides consist of the common sides, french fries, corn, beans, but it also has the unique barbecue spaghetti. Yeah, you heard me right, barbecue spaghetti. This side is an actual combination of American and Italian food. Since it's just the spaghetti noodles and sauce, with the barbecue pork in this dish. The barbecue sauce that would most likely be used on this would be the Memphis barbecue sauce, which is thin, tangy, and a sweet sauce made of mainly sugar, ketchup, molasses, and vinegar. Just imagine not knowing what you wanted for dinner. Do you want barbecue? Do you want Italian food? Well, here you go. Barbecue spaghetti. That's your mix. The barbecue region of Alabama is often a combo of pork and chicken on everyone's plates. So for those of you who don't like red meat, this is a little bit better for you. For the sauce of Alabama, there's a mayonnaise mix with a distinct white color. This is the most distinct looking of the sauces for our mostly pork regions, and probably also tasting since none of the other ones really are mayonnaise-based. The sides often put with this barbecue is the normal coleslaw and potato salad, although you can always throw in some new ones. Moving on to the region of St. Louis, St. Louis, oof, this is similar to the Memphis region in having a famous dish. And St. Louis's is the spare ribs. These ribs are grilled instead of smoked, so from the different kind of meat, meat in the way of cooking, the spare ribs have less meat and are more tender than the fall-off-the-bone baby back ribs, which just happen to be my personal favorite. So, St. Louis, you're not my favorite. Now, breaking off of the barbecue that is mostly pork, here we go. We're finally here. For those of you, Team Moo Moo. Texas is a strongly brisket region. And now, we're here. 
Texas's barbecue is known as one of the most American things there is. The Texans smoke their brisket completely without adding sauce. For their dry rub, Texans have a mustard and chili rub, which is far less spicy than the other dry rubs. The sauce for Texas is often made of hot sauce and Worcestershire sauce. Wow, that's a hard sauce to pronounce. Making it the most different than our other types of barbecue sauces. Texas is split up internally, just like North Carolina is. So we'll start off in the east, over closer to the Gulf of Mexico, if you will. The East Texas prefers the meat to be fall off the bone with a sweet sauce and often chopped and thrown into a bun. Can I hear you say sandwich people? However, Central Texas just likes salt and pepper on the meat, not even wanting sauce usually. I don't get how they could do that. I'd probably burn my mouth off, but power to them. Central Texas also claims their own distinct sides that must be paired with their meat, such as bread, dill pickle chips, onions, jalapenos, cornbread. All their basic sides with a few different ones like the dill pickle chips. Also, dill pickle chips, very, very good. If you've never tried them, highly recommend. The West Texas barbecue is made by basically grilling your meat. This type has the most smoky flavor, which many people see as too strong. So, West Texas isn't the most popular, but hey, if you like it, you're going to get a lot of it. The South Texas barbecue is covered in a thick sauce to keep its moisture while adding intense sweet flavors. This region still embraces the idea of the original barbacoa by eating the head of their cow and usually turning it into a taco meat. From this, you can tell that the Central Texas and the West Texas both differ very from the South Texas. They South Texas bases their flavor off of the moisture and after the, off of the sauce, while Central Texas and West Texas just cook the meat and get their flavors from there. The region of Kansas City also does not have a main meat for its dishes. Anywhere from pork to beef to lamb could be seen on a Kansas City barbecue plate. So, if you're not like Mary and you want a little lamb, this might be the region for you. So, whatever meat is chosen and when it's cooking, the heat has to be kept quite low due to their sugary sauce. Because we don't want caramelization. That would not be good. The most distinct characteristic of this wide range of barbecue is that Kansas City barbecue will be filled with burnt ends. This creates their own version of bacon from the fatty meat removed from the brisket. But may I just say, pork bacon from a pig? Very, very, very good. I would recommend that, but hey, down to try this. This barbecue has almost determined side of french fries, macaroni cheese, or baked beans to go with the dish. The sauce of Kansas City is sweet and heavy from the molasses and ketchup, which balances the heavy smoke flavor of the meat because the sauce is so sugary. The Kansas City style has one of the sweetest flavors due to the sauce, on average having 14 grams of sugar in it, 
Yeah, you heard me. Fourteen. That's a lot. So, I don't know. My recommendation is don't drink it. You might get diabetes. So, moving on to the Kentucky region. This takes the simple, normal ideas of barbecue to the next level. Kentucky is largely mutton, which some of you guys know is sheep and some of you don't. So once you get under all of their, all of the sheep shear and their nice cottony coat, you'll get to the mutton, the meat. Kentucky has the mutton along with a little bit of pork and brisket. The mutton is cooked slowly and cut in the ways of pulled pork. Better yet, just pulled apart. This barbecue will be paired with a Worcestershire sauce. Again, very hard to say. Similarly, like it is in Texas. This is often referred to as the dip by the Kentucky people. But it's most likely used as such and not poured all over their meat. So as I mentioned earlier, I will be forming you on the best food that there is. A.K.A. Baby back ribs. Yes, pulled pork's great. Other ribs are great. All of these things. Like pulled pork, amazing. Pulled pork sandwiches, wonderful. But baby back ribs is where it's at. These ribs are not too smoky. Well, they can still fall off their bones so nicely. They have juicy meat and are also not too spicy or too sweet. They have a nice balance of both flavors. These curved ribs are shorter than other ribs, but they have the perfect balance of fat and meat to get them to them. They go perfectly with a sweet sauce that also has spices in it. So what are you doing here? Go out. Get some baby back ribs. And just remember, if the sauce doesn't go everywhere, you're not eating them right. So, just in case you aren't ready to go out and try your ribs yet, I'll still be here to always convince you. But, here's a little recap of what we've learned today. From here on, when you hear about a region of the barbecue belt, the main ones that you just learned about were the predominantly pork ones. Except for Texas being brisket, and then you have the mutton and then the undecided ones. So... All the rest will probably be just a mix of all of them. The most differing factor in all of the regions of barbecue is what? Sauce. So, here's our little recap. The vinegar sauces are quite tangy and often can be paired with spices to, well, be more spicy. Some regions that have strong vinegar sauces are North Carolina, and the vinegar and pepper sauce from South Carolina. The other main type of sauces that we discussed were the super popular ones, the tomato sauces. And I'm not talking as much of the lighter tomato sauce, I'm talking the heavy one. These are our most popular sauces, which are mainly in St. Louis and Memphis cooking, but as we all know, they're also out in the grocery store. Now you are ready to go out, taste all the wonderful juicy meats from these regions. But just remember, don't go into a Team Oink territory and say they're on Team Moo. 
this would cause you some serious issues. And last, all I have to say is, if you're not eating barbecue, you're just not living. Tales from the Social Studies Department is a podcast of the Marist Podcasting Experiment and executive produced by Dr. Nick Hoffman. All views expressed herein are the views of the podcaster and not of Marist School, Dr. Hoffman, or the Social Studies Department at Marist School. Thank you.